0: Video Vampires.
1: Okay, everybody, this episode thirty two of Video Vampires. This is Mickey.
0: And Jessica,
1: we have our two guests Heather, hey guys, Matt, hello, uh, most
0: hated Matt.
1: <laughs> we also have Olive.
0: Olive, yeah, go to the
1: Instagram <laughs> if you're curious.
0: Yeah, I posted a picture. Olive is very yeah. special, little meaty guest.
2: Oh,
1: oh, you
3: should tag her because she's got her own Instagram. You know? Oh Which my god, is, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my Which god, advantages,
1: yeah. Oh,
2: uh, okay. Well, so, I mean, a bunch of us had saw a lot we, of movies that came out recently.
1: But specifically, we all saw... I've been dying to talk about this, so...
0: Let's wait, just...
2: we saw... Okay, so first, you haven't seen it yet, though.
0: What, The Predator? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Predator yet, either. Okay.
2: Well, I saw it.
0: Yeah, and I saw
2: it. it's weird, because I think it's whatever. It wasn't... I feel like it's exactly what you think it is. It's a buddy-soldier-versus-alien movie. It's not a Predator movie. But, Define I. a
1: Predator movie, though. Y-
2: you've seen the first. I can't compare it without giving away. I, I, I guess the things, question I'm having is:
1: Did you like Predator 2? Mm.
2: I ha- I did, that? but I haven't seen I it do. since I was, like,
0: younger. Okay, because I
1: love Predator. I actually. I love
0: Predator 2, so yeah. you
2: know?
1: on any given day, I think I could I say didn't I like, like Predator 2. First more. of
0: all. Yeah. All right, so...
1: Danny Glover.
3: It's
0: enjoyable. The cast is good. Like, Tarante Rhodes has, has to be, like, the most perfect-looking fucking person I've ever seen in my life,
2: and I wish he was in more things. He was in Moonlight. Okay. Um, but, and also that guy, Boyd, whatever his name is, he was in Logan. Oh, like, um, I hate that guy. I love him because he's handsome, but... Oh, he's... But the thing is, is, like, it just wasn't... He's, there was, like, so many things missing that I was like, what? All, like, all of a sudden, Olivia Munn's character now is, like, a super soldier, and she knows how to, like, fire these advanced weapons. Like, it was just kind of silly. But it's enjoyable. The writing is still funny. Like, there's there jokes in it, obviously. But for me, it just, like, didn't really do anything. Like, I could... It's, like, one of those movies that, like, in a year someone would be like, did you see that? I'd be like, yeah, but I don't really remember anything about it because it was just, like, so whatever. It's For me, it was just not his best.
3: Did you remember that Robert Rodriguez had made a Pl- Predator movie?
2: Yeah, I did. Because yes. I didn't And was it Topher Grace or whatever his name's in it?
3: I had completely forgotten that movie existed until we got out of the movie and we were walking to the parking lot and my friend goes, mine saw the movie and I was like, "Yeah, wasn't that a Robert Rodriguez Predator movie? <laughs> yeah, I was. Like, I
1: mean, it's um, a movie that you're actually going to forget. Like, I like, like that you I like like that you. I actually, literally forgot it existed. You went, oh, Topher Grace, you're forgetting Adrian Brody. <laughs> he was the lead. Yeah,
2: he, that's what was. Like, yeah. Were,
1: it was. I remember not He was, but guy. I just think that Adrian Brody is more of a, a what-the-fuck, you know, casting than Topher really? Grace. Honestly, yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is. I just, the idea of Adrian Brody playing that character in Predators is a lot less believable for me than Topher Grace playing the character he played in Predators.
2: Uh-huh. Does that
1: make any sense?
3: Yeah. You know, right. Topher's just on uh, our mind because of Black Klansman and Adrian's not because he hasn't been in fucking... Anything, anything. Is
2: yeah, like yeah. anything, yeah, in years. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, but we also saw the nun, which is so it's so fucking bad. I was so pissed about that. Movie.
3: Wait, wait, <laughs> it like the nun,
2: no, okay. no bad, but oh, we wait, saw it together, yeah, <laughs> no. but it's different because 4dx made that movie good, yes. But yeah, but that's the only good part of it was the ride, <laughs> not the actual movie. The movie is trash. Was
0: so disappointing across the board. Yes, thank you. That whole entire movie.
2: It's
1: interesting.
3: I feel like we all left with like a no. I like really happy feeling about that I movie. like it
0: as a ride. As 40x made that movie. 40x is so much fun. If you don't know what 40x is, it's
2: like an advance. Like the seats move to the movie, and like there's like atmospheric things, like you know the dry ice smoke and like spurts of
0: <laughs> your Stage going down. And, yeah it's like
2: really fun but that movie is dog shit yeah
0: like, if you
1: can't have a, if a movie can't it's... survive outside of that then I don't know if it's a good it movie it doesn't because Do I,
0: I have to admit even though we saw it in 40X while watching it I was starting to fall asleep I was so pissed because that character could be so much better yeah so
1: much better speaking of all that, she's already tuned down Yes. yeah if <laughs> yeah, you, you hear some snoring here uh,
3: there's a bulldog on our lap and uh, it might it might interfere with sound she's now, done but no I mean I, you know I, I guess it's like what do you expect from the Conjuring cinematic universe right you know and for me it's pretty low I, I think the first Conjuring movie yeah. is exceptionally well directed I okay. think the yeah. scares in the first Conjuring okay, movie are fucking read. great I think the creature design is totally stupid and it's the worst thing about James Bond movies <laughs> yeah. all the ghosts are like Victorian people in like the tattered dresses, and you're like, what fucking decade is this? You know, it's, like, <laughs> awful. But, like, it's tremendously scary. I think the scares are great, slow-burn scares. James Wan is an excellent director of that kind of horror. I think mm-hmm. The Conjuring 2 is well-directed, too. But, like, you yeah. know, both of the Annabelle movies are pretty shit. And, like, I don't know, what did you expect from the Nun movie? Like, I was expecting a mo- like, pretty so bad movie. It- and it was, like, fine. And, <laughs> and, and we were in a seat that moved, and water was being sprayed at us. And also, like, I, mean, I just kind of liked the, like, Hammer-esque kind of like set design where everything is just like these like you know you're in these like weird old catacombs and there's like actually like spooky spider webs everywhere and you're like i don't know like it's it's like going to you know like a haunted house attraction in, during halloween or something like, yeah but that's it's silly
2: exactly it's silly yeah that's exactly what
3: it was but but expecting that i was like okay cool
2: yeah fine. but i mean yeah i'm fine with that and i'm
1: only saying this is i i just bought the tingler on on blu-ray but um You know, the Tingler was that William Castle movie that when it first came out in like the sixties, like the seats were wired and you get like a jolt and everything. I obviously I've never been able to see it in that fashion, but I have seen it without it and it is awesome. Like the idea the idea of the seats shocking you is an added bonus, whereas what it sounds like the movie does not, the, the nun doesn't hold up without any of the bullshit. You know, the haunted house ride.
2: Yeah. Like, you know? I would be pissed if I paid, like, 17 bucks at Arclight to see it in a regular seat. I agree. But I'm not pissed that I paid
0: 25 bucks to see it in forty yeah. X.
1: Machi machi. That's a lot of money for a yeah. movie.
0: But it's a ride. But then we can go in the same aspect where I feel, I felt the same way, like, as I love Del Toro, but I felt the same way about Crimson Peak. I think it was a beautiful film to watch. But it's been done. Really, I love *Crimson Peak*, but I also love the costume design and the set. Design and that's what I said. Everything about it is beautiful. Like, I really just th- the storyline, I just could not.
3: *Crimson Peak* didn't even really try to be scary, though. I feel like at least the jump scares pretty wor- worked yeah. pretty well. Yeah, it was more like
0: a romance film.
3: You know, like, those? and I, I mean, that's why you go see those comedy movies. Is you're like, oh, like there, there will at least be like reasonably well executed jump scares, and yeah. uh, that's that's what I'm paying for, right? That's why I came to see this movie in the theater and didn't watch it on VOD or
1: whatever.
0: Same feeling. Insidious mm-hmm. four sucked. Huh? Yeah, but
1: you, I get it. I thought there was more to that. You were like, but you, I, I get
2: it. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it does
0: suck, but you wanted to be good. Yeah, you want it why to why be it? good. She it just said because the the first three were amazing.
3: We're like this is the guy who the the, like this is like from the mind of the guy who made the Saw movies. Yeah, this is his big franchise. Also, that Aquaman movie looks terrible. Like, I mean, James,
1: this is, is a tacky
3: trash <laughs> movie. Wait,
2: did he? Is he doing? Aquaman?
1: James Wan directed, directed. Directed that. Yeah. Well, he he this, like this I like Aquaman those. I like the song dead. movies that I've yeah. seen. I haven't caught up with. All I them. I saw
2: the first one that's said. Yeah. I saw
1: two, three, four.
3: I saw the
2: they're, first four. They're fine, but it they're, not
1: like cla- for me too.
3: they're not like. like classy horror movies. You know. Yeah. Not like, not like, it's not the witch. You know what I mean? Like, no, they're they're like, like true. They're trash movies. And yeah. Like, yeah. He's a trash man. That's why those movies make a fucking ton of money because like that's what people want to see when they go see horror movies. That's why people were so disappointed with. Hereditary, because they're like, oh, it's like a they, family yeah, drama. They you know? thought it was
2: going to be not an involved... Yeah, exactly. At At time time it's the, it's not for the masses.
1: At
3: At time time was gonna, that was going to be
1: conjuring. Well, it's just a shame, though, because we were just talking before we recorded about, like, The Exorcist, and, like, that movie... I mean, not, I'm not saying Hereditary comes close, but I mean, like, had to, back in the day, I guess, like, The Exorcist was a huge movie. Audiences then were... Prepared for a slow burn like that, you know. Like they were, it wasn't a deal breaker like it is now. Where it's like you guys were saying, Hereditary, where it's like, I've heard people complain about that movie and say it was boring. And I'm like, what fucking movie did you watch? I was in, like, complete. In fact, there was moments I forgot it was a horror film and I was just totally engrossed in like the sad, like oh, this family is, is falling is, apart.
2: Well, we talked about this previous on a previous episode. The marketing for that yeah, movie true. was also very different. It, it kind was. of made it seem like a different movie. I enjoyed both of it. I think the marketing efforts of the, that team was, like, so good. But the, that's the thing, is it was presented as a different movie than when people watched it. They were like, oh, this is why... It's well, good. I think
3: really the, the window between festival and, and actual, like, theatrical was a little too wide. Yeah, like it should right. have been a little shorter, because it had this word of mouth, and mm-hmm. the word of mouth got so out of control. Like, this is the scariest movie I've ever seen. This is the scariest yeah. movie since The Exorcist. And because of that, and because that, like, festered out in, like, the online, sort mm-hmm. of, like, you know, whatever, uh, it, conversation, that people will it. They're like, no, this is not the serious movie I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and they're disappointed.
1: Yeah, which is weird, because, like, the, I, I know what you're saying about the marketing, but, like, and I, I, I think you're talking more about, like, the weird stuff they left on, like... Yeah, yeah the I think or... on the trailer, though. I mean, like, because the no, trailer... but... Uh, the thing is, like, the trailer definitely presents it as a different type of horror movie, I think, but. I think the movie delivered, regardless, because I was like, I was into it, I enjoyed it, and it scared the shit out of me, and, like, I don't scare easily these days, but...
2: No, but old people. Yeah, but you know what the reason for people saying...
1: Yeah, I
3: agree. The lie, I, yeah. ...what they
2: did.
1: But
3: I think, like, the, like you know, like, a more egregious example of that is, like, It Comes at Night, where you're like, yeah. okay, that, that movie was, like, legitimately, like, false advertising. Like, yeah. You know, like, they, they were, like, we were yeah. marketing a, a movie where something comes at night, which... Does not happen in the movie, <laughs> and where like something comes out of a red door somewhere, you know, and you're like, okay, like this is like a what actually ser- comes out of the red
0: door.
3: It's like a family drama, you know. Yeah. I mean, like The first like thirty minutes of it's pretty good, but like they go with Chris Abbott to like find that other family and they shoot at them and stuff like that's sounds pretty cool. But then the rest of the movie is just like like a family drama where like a teenager is having like sort of dreams and hallucinations, and you're like, well, yeah, like that's like yeah like, you marketed that as a regular horror movie, and of course you are going to be disappointed. And I feel like like you're saying I think. Hereditary delivered more on the like traditional horror movie it's it's like it's got fucking the devil in it you know what I mean like it's a pretty straight up horror movie in
1: a lot of ways so I don't know but doesn't didn't It Comes at Night have the fucking weird looking dude that I can't stand in it I mean
0: oh Matt Damon
1: no, no. is oh. he in
0: that? No, he's not. Oh, no, no, I no. Met, I, was, I was thinking that you were talking about. I know. I met. I met, I, uh, I met
1: the guy who's, and I actually liked him. Joel Edgerton. Yes, That's him. So right. He so is I a also weird think fucking looking dude. He looks
2: like a more handsome Meth Damon than Meth Damon.
1: Sure, but like I just think that he's a weird fucking looking dude.
2: Yeah, um, he kind of is. I love. He loving. He's like they definitely like bleach his eyebrows and that, and he looks really.
1: God, so they try to make him even look more terrifying. Yeah. I, I Did love. I love. Like from
3: Da Vinci Code. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: I love Midnight Special, but I mean a lot of it was just like, oh, Michael Shannon, who's awesome, but also looks kind of weird. And Joel Edgerton, who looks fucking weird, and it's just the two of them driving around with a kid in the back so He who looks weird too. It was just the weirdest <laughs> fucking looking people yeah. driving around.
2: Australians, man.
1: Um, but their films are
3: good though. Like the, the Edgerton brothers' films are really good. Yeah, they, they are. time like, Films, guys. Yeah. They're they're they're. he write? Awesome.
1: He's 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 written a bunch of stuff. Didn't he write the uh, what was the it, guest? guest? The gift, the gift. Yeah. yeah. That's a, yeah. yeah. Um, so, not the same so, Remy one. The other one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about? Did we see anything else?
2: Uh, we did. So we all saw Mandy. We
1: all saw Mandy on the same night, oh, just yes. a different... Yeah, just yeah. so a different yeah. so first, yeah.
2: first thing I want to bring up is I'm here for you, Nicholas Cage. If you're listening, if anyone knows him, please, please feel along. free to tell him that I'm single and I will accept any and all advances. He's married, isn't he? No. First of all, you guys are trying to cock block me because he's not. <laughs> he's separated. <laughs> we talked about this in the Q&A and I was about to stand up and be like, what
0: up?
2: From I mean, way back here. The I like, like the gold got jacket, out, jacket. I know, and his, and his,
0: his gold faux leather, faux leather jacket was oh my God, amazing. Yeah. Oh,
3: exceptional. His like, well, well, nice.
0: orange blocker aviators. What's amazing. I'm here
3: for
1: it. I'm the California Klaus Kinski. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> sp- like the, the, what about the,
3: the snake skin jacket from... Uh, oh,
1: from Wilder Hart.
3: This right? is a representation right. of my individuality.
1: Yeah,
2: exactly. I loved it. <laughs> Um, okay, so we, aside from how hot I think Nicholas Cage is and how I'm ready for him, um... Personally, I feel like that
1: would be the worst couple, by the way. <laughs>
2: no, it would be really great. Cool, I'm here for it. Yeah, thank I'll you. Matt. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Oh, I'd be I'm into it just for the, the
1: the train wreck that it would be. But
3: yeah, I don't
2: know what you're talking about. You I think get we were just halfway around. It's hard to know. It's hard to know.
3: He's such a famous persona at this point. But if you watch like Moonstruck or something, you're like,
1: oh man, come on, you know, like,
0: you yeah, know.
2: I mean, yeah.
1: Um, Moonstruck, uh, Wild Heart, Vampire's Kiss, which I want everybody to see. Oh that's yeah, a good it's so fucking amazing in it's that. It's the
2: meme. It's him.
1: Yeah, but it's it's an actually great. I
2: know. Yeah. It's
1: a great movie. It's a, it's a better movie than American Psycho was. If and I reason why you I compare the two is because they're both about yuppies who are suffering from like some weird like psychotic <laughs> breakdown. Uh, but Vampire's Kiss is a better. Is a, a very interesting well, double feature. We should we should do that.
3: Yeah,
0: that's a good one
1: though. Is that we should put that on the thirty one days of. Uh, yeah, I think primary. that's a good one. Yeah,
3: yeah. Add
0: it to the list. So uh, we all did see Mandy
2: there. Yes, we also um, Mandy. Which is Panos Com- Cosmatos. Panos
1: Cosmatos, yeah.
2: Um, new film. He did Beyond the Black Rainbow. Love it. Yeah. So I I really liked it. Now I think three of us in this room have a general consensus of, yeah. of that we liked it, and I feel like. I I did really like it because, one, it did feel nostalgic of, like, the dark shit. Like, I remember being, like, 12, 13 years old and my friend's stepdad, like, playing us, like, heavy metal and, like, trying to get us to smoke. It was very weird. A stepfather should not be doing this, by the way. But, like, getting us to smoke weed and, like, drink while, like, her mom's out of the house and... Like, that's the type of shit that, like, made me feel reminiscent about it. Like, there are certain things in this that I was like, oh, this feels like this, and this feels like this, but it's not something that I could put my finger on the entire movie. Mm-hmm. It was something that felt actually like a, like a, you know. Like, like a very... On LSD. Basically. It's
0: kind of like if you were in, like in a LSD. dream sequence. Like, it's almost, yeah. you know, it's like I'm sitting in the theater, and I'm like, okay, if we get to a certain point, and I'm like, oh, this could actually bring back... Bad trips. I mean, yeah. not bad trips, though. I know! <laughs> <But> <laughs> That's like, you were like... But I'm like... Stop wait, i we'll like, be careful. I'm like, somebody definitely could have some, like, reoccurrence of, like, a trip they had, like, when they were younger, and you're like, but it could be so blissful at the same time.
1: What I... I mean, what I love about it is that, like, um, you know, Beyond the Black Rainbow, I love that movie. And, and at the wedding I was at two weeks ago, I probably shouldn't say this because <laughs> there's, my, you know... But I, you know, i got gotten really high. during, you know, was, I was like a mess for like four hours. But at one point, I was talking to some people and they were like, we're talking about movies and I was saying how fucking jazz I was for Mandy. And they were like, oh, I never heard of it. And I was like, oh, this guy made this movie called Beyond the Black Rainbow. And I don't know why I thought this would be a great endorsement. I was like, it's the best movie to watch, but you just got to watch it on cough syrup or get high. Or acid. And, then and I was like, why yes. oh, did I didn't just say that? But what I, what I wanted if out the of... cough syrup put you to sleep...
2: That'd be the ideal. Style. Oh my so, god! No,
1: no, no, What? No. No, no. But that's what I love about Beyond the Black Rainbow is that it felt like this, like like this nightmare that you could drift in and out of. But I, all I wanted Mandy to be was the same movie, but move a just a hair faster. Oh. I, I think it's a mission accomplished. That that actually is what it is. But I also love it because it's a, it, that movie is a fucking Mandy was a love letter to eighties movies. Yeah, it really was.
2: was on LSD. Yeah.
1: Okay. But like, there are certain shots where I'm like, remember? Okay, remember when we both of you. Uh, I don't know if you were on this one, Matt, but we were talking about, like, um, when we did our Near Dark episode, and I was yeah. saying how yeah. that there's, that, like, there's that shot of, like, them, like, standing, like... the oh, hilltop? on the hilltop. Yeah, on the hilltop and the yeah. light, and they use the same... And it's awesome, like, when Noah and Nicolas Cage are not going to spoil anything because he just goes crazy. Nicolas Cage goes outside, he smokes a cigarette, and he, like, puts it out, goes back in, and you see, like, yeah. the fucking crazy, weird biker dudes, and it's the same shot. And I swear to God, I can't be the only one who noticed this, but... This, the the famous scene with Linus Roach, the one we've all talked about, the robe he's wearing, I swear to God, Leonard Nimoy wore the same robe in Star Trek IV. Like i I'm it
0: like, could be, it could be, but I didn't hit Is that one of the whales? Yeah,
1: yeah, he's wearing the same fucking robe.
2: Yeah. And, and actually, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah. Okay. And, I think you're right. And, and and like
1: I also loved it because it was a love letter to to black metal. I mean like the yeah. the, the logo, the last shot of the like one of the last shots of the movie is like oh, that's, like, a really big black metal-esque image, you know? I mean, it's pulled from real life, but you know what I'm talking about. I don't, again, I don't yeah, give anything no. away, but it's, like...
2: No, it's not really... It's just the title of the chapter. The chapel title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chap, chap, chapter, chap. title.
1: But you know what I mean? C.C. <laughs> but, you know I mean? <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, the, 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 you're the...
3: You're talking about the actual finale. The finale, yeah. The finale
1: yeah. is, like, a very, like, you know... Or it's like, a
3: real-life black metal incident. Exactly. And, yeah. like,
1: the even though the architecture, which is, like, there was no fucking churches like that in California, no. which is... Where the movies supposed to take place? It's like Nor- you know. I feel like, like that
3: was like a Yudaroski reference that that really? like Jopla, yeah. like, actually, that's what I it looked like to that. me.
1: I thought Saltmore is like oh this is a reference to like the black metal. But yeah,
3: the what actually happens the yeah. the, the church is burned down. Whatever, the see the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the church is not an important part of the movie. It really is. It burns down, and of course, like that is a typical black metal image. You know, whatever. But like um, the way the church was designed, yes, felt, that's what I'm saying. Felt like felt right. like yeah felt like yeah sort of weird like. Yeah, like eighties infused Jodorowsky or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and, yeah. Um, I also, you know, I, I, What I liked about this, and I, I don't usually feel this way about movies, is Mandy left me wanting more, but I'm glad I didn't get it. Like there were so many different pockets where I was like, oh man, I want, I want to spend more time with the weird cult. I want to no, spend more, more time. with But the weird I writers, like
2: but how simplistic it that's is. That's what I'm saying. Is that yeah. like, there?
1: There was there, there. It's It's kind of like when when they first announced that there's gonna be a new. There's gonna be the the prequels of Star Wars, and you're like. Oh, we're gonna show you all these things that you only imagined about. And you're like, oh, that sucks. That's how I felt watching It was like, I wanna see more of these weird, crazy, acid, fucked up biker dudes who are like. Yeah, I mean, that's something you gotta see, because it's there. But I'm glad that we don't (laughs) see.
0: I'm glad we don't see more of them, (laughs) because. You only get shadows. You don't, like, physically see, like
1: what the drugs
3: have
0: done to them. Oh, God, so, yeah. wait, I'm really... Just wait really, for the
3: expanded Mandy's cinematic universe. You're going to get all that shit. I don't want it! I don't okay. want it! But yeah.
2: wait, I, I'm curious,
3: Matt. Oh, God. Please. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> okay so, 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 these, these three are all on this, on board with the whatever fucking 98% of Rotten Tomatoes critics at all <laughs> are shitting themselves over this movie. And, like, I, it, it's, it's, it's fine. Like, it's not, I, I didn't hate the movie... I, and I think the thing about it is that like it's not a movie that you can say it's objectively good or bad. It's sort of like what is your experience of the movie because it's you can't really base it on sort of like you know the quality of its like narrative devices or whatever. You know? Like, <laughs> like it's, it, he, he even said like in his intro, he's like this is like a like a a movie about like sound and image, right? And it's not yeah, necessarily like, about and story. And he actually had like a really good metaphor at the beginning where he was like. Um, you want to, he's like, if you build a giant hot rod, you don't want it to sit on your lawn on cement blocks, right? You want you want it to yeah. You want to have an engine so it'll run, uh, and the reason that you want that is, is, is so the, the, the car actually drives or whatever. But what he didn't say was, like, the reason you want to have a cool hot rod is so you can pick your friends up and take them on a really fun trip with you and, like, <laughs> take them somewhere and, and, like, show them a fun time. It didn't feel like that. The movie feels like a guy being, like, I have this really cool record collection come down to my basement and I'm going to talk to you about it for two hours and it might be super interesting and you might have a lot of cool records and shit but you're like that's not a story you know Mm -hmm. and I think it has a lot to do with your experience with the movie like I I had friends who saw it at Sundance who were like I was incredibly moved by the love story and I I was was totally here for it and I, uh, or I was, like, totally bored by the first hour of it, but the, the, the last third, the third act, like, just had me fucking pumped, and I came out of the, the, the theater just pumping my fist, cheering. I had neither of those reactions. Mm. And that might just be because I'm <laughs> dead inside. Yeah. But, I like, but, like I, I, I think compared to a movie, okay, like, like, I think there's just too little of the romantic story to latch onto, whereas, like, something like Drive, for instance, which is not a perfect movie, I, yeah. has almost no talking in the love story, and yet you feel committed to it because the incidents that deepen the relationship. Sure. It'll hook you in and make you root for it. And there was nothing in the relationship in Mandy that made me want to root for it. I was just like, here's two good actors saying very little, and when they do say it, it's bad dialogue by the way. Um, so you're, I'm like, I don't know what I'm invested in other than Nicolas Cage screaming <laughs> when I she did dies. It? See, it
0: when did, it, did it, at it at the end. I have like a side note. I want to ask you a question. So mm-hmm. it's, how did you feel about It Follows?
3: Um, I like the first, like, 30 minutes of it pretty
0: well alright so for me the soundtrack made that whole entire movie and made it decent made it incredible made it yeah. and I kind mm-hmm. of feel like that's why I was going to ask you like, why I asked you that question Is like how do you feel like the soundtrack with Mandy like made you feel within the movie
3: I like the score. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful score. And, like, um isn't it the guy just died? Yeah. It's super that's sad. It's, like, his last score, right? Oh, um, my God,
2: yeah. I, I mean, I liked it's him. a beautiful he, score. It's, he did a lot of... Arrival yeah, he did Arrival, which like, Sicario, like, right? really is, like, really brilliant. Sicario score Theory of Everything, Prisoners, like... I mean, great composer, But he's, yeah. like, this Icelandic metal dude, you know what I mean? So that's... I felt like what you were saying is the score works so good with
3: it because he liked doing it with okay. Annas. Yeah, it felt like being at a Neurosis show with a really yeah. cool screensaver. You yeah. Know? yeah. And that's what it felt like. And and it that's
2: what he wanted. That's, fine. That's, that's fine. that's fine. But also, fine. I'm also like, going to... I'm going
3: to just...
1: Because, love that. because there's, you know, there's... Well, I remember when we... Because, like, me and Matt saw the same screening. You guys were the hour... Mm. The, the show, the the show before. Yeah. So I don't know how this happened, but there's this one scene, again, not a spoiler, because if you don't fucking know that he goes fucking crazy and goes on a revenge mm-hmm. kick whatever, then you haven't watched the trailer, but, um, there's a scene, and, and it's funny, because I compared it to the, like, I remember Boogie Nights when Philip Seymour Hoffman tries to kiss Mark Wahlberg, and he's, and then Mark Wahlberg, yeah. rejects him, and him, and it's like, you laugh for a second, but then you're like, oh.
0: He's really hurt. If, okay,
1: so the scene that, I was like, I laughed at first, but then I was, like, kind of annoyed that other people were laughing hysterically throughout the whole thing, was the scene where, like. She's dead. Nicolas Cage goes into the bathroom, and he, yes, he's funny. He's in his undies. He's covered in blood.
2: No, I but, thought that was the most real part. So did
1: I. I was just like, I was just like, oh great, the movie's starting right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: This like, is gonna be amazing. From here on out, this is gonna be fucking badass. And then I was like, that was the best scene. That was why well, I have people like weird like, laughing. Was that.
0: But that's that, the whole.
3: That like weird. There was comedic part, part of it, but was, then
0: once you stop, you yes. they're like wait, this is a very emotional role. Exactly, like, no, and that's I why I felt attached.
2: But that's the whole, like, okay, so well, in our screening, mine and Heather's, there was a Q&A with uh, Kevin Smith as mar- moderator, which I fucking hated. And I, made me hate Kevin Smith and everything he's ever done, like, but he made a joke, the same jokey type... Like, there's a, there's a nude scene with Linus Roach, which it is very called for. Like, it wasn't a gratuitous nude scene. It was very to the point, and it made sense for the character. And that's exactly what he said, which I really liked, actually. He he talked about all the women, and he's like, you know, you, you think about how brave women are because, you know, they have a lot more nude scenes. And he's like, uh, I can't remember actually who he referenced at the moment, but he was like, you know, and they just say, like, this is what the character called for it. And he's like, I didn't want to do it, but honestly, the character really called for it. And Kevin Smith is
0: like, you're dick!
2: And I just made me want to fucking flush him down the toilet. But that was, it also
3: undermines what the actual, like, that's the only part Purpose. of the movie that yeah. feels like it has, like, kind of contemporary resonance. Because yeah. if you read all those, like, accounts of what Weinstein did, yeah. and what Brett Ratner well, did, it's pretty fucking the similar, actually. Yeah. And it's it, like, and you're like, oh, it, it, like, seeing that scene, you're like, oh, And, like, in the whole audience, is like, oh! You know what yeah. I mean?
2: like, it's perfect, that, yeah, That's that's like one
3: of the best movies. The, the scenes of the movie, I mean, I think that was yeah. Cage fucking up the bathroom one of the two Linus best scenes in the
1: movie. Yeah, Linus Rhodes was fucking unbelievable. He
0: was man. really great. In a way, and it's I like, just I just didn't like that like Beautiful. And, a, like, what, like, with his record, with... This music going along with it. I actually wish with, the song was
1: on the soundtrack.
0: With, yeah. like, just, you know, his presence and what he's trying to explain. Like, it just, it fit. Yeah. And I'm glad, glad he did, did it. Yeah. I'm glad he did yeah, it. Yeah,
1: and I, what, I mean, what I love about Linus Roche's character is that, like, you know, clearly he's super fucking delusional and everything like that. But, like, he is not self, He's he really buys into this shit. You know? And I love yeah. that. I love, it. like, Linus Roche was so fucking scary in this movie And he's not a scary No he doesn't do anything. Like the the, I think the we're, we're supposed to be more scared of like the weird metal biker dudes. But I was more scared by Lion's approach, like that he really got under my skin because he just it was so committed. Well, what's what's
3: scary about his character? And again, the other thing that felt like it actually had, like, because this is a very um, hermetic movie, you know what I mean? It feels like a guy who's like built a diorama for himself, and he's like, "I'll let you look at it," you know. Like that's what this movie feels like. Mm -hmm. And and you know, good or bad, whether that, but that's not a value judgment. I'm just saying that's what the movie feels like to me. And I think that the moments that actually sort of like stick out as resonant to like our time are the the gross penis scene yeah. which feels like a fucking straight out of a Weinstein uh, exposé and then the other thing is that he is a guy who is surrounded a powerful man surrounded by sycophants. Yeah. yeah. And then he finally meets somebody who doesn't tell him what he wants to hear and he goes fucking crazy. And that sounds a lot like somebody we all know, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, like it's like I think those are the two moments where you're like, oh the movie actually stepped outside of its own asshole for a second. Yeah. And like actually engaged with the world a little bit. And and those were those are great moments. And like it does make the. Are we not spoiling it? I don't know. I feel like it's like. No, well, but you it. I mean, right? like, <laughs> it's out. It's, 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 <laughs> it's out. People discover. can
0: see it. I mean, yeah. people, uh, it's it's on video on demand. People yeah. can yeah. watch it yeah. at
2: yeah. any time. Yeah, okay. so you
1: can We're, pause this and watch yeah. it yeah. and I come back to it. So, Matt, where
3: are I'm just saying, like, the, the scene no. that, Okay, so like basically what happens is, is Nicolas Cage's wife humiliates this guy after he's like. has like said this like bullshit ceremonial gibber jabber and played his awful folk record for him which is like kind of a Charlie Manson yeah, reference right yeah, obviously yeah. and she just fucking cracks up laughing at him and and then he kills her by putting her in a sack and burning her alive in front of her husband mm-hmm. and like the only reason that scene actually felt like something to me was because I was like okay like this actually feels like it has its tentacles in something that is Relevant to our actual lived experience, the rest of the uh-huh. movie really felt like it was like in the clouds, floating above but the world. But that's his like type, and
2: that's,
3: yeah. It's totally fine. It's no, 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 totally fine. I just, I just like that's why I thought that that moment actually really worked. The, yeah. The the, the, yeah. the scene where, where Nicholas Cage's wife is murdered, that actually like. Worked, but it's just all this before that was where I was like, I, I wish, I wish I were more invested in this relationship, in that first hour. I, I, I like guess I feel hour.
2: that, like, I do, it's weird, because I felt like they did that after, though. All yes, that's the I say. like been, like, yeah.
0: the, the meeting of the two of them, like, how they're, But like, I kind of like that he did other. that after, and he was like, there's
2: kind of a reason for his, like, his actual, love. Yeah,
0: but, like, I watched it
2: twice, so, like, I feel like, you know, we, I do that with a lot of movies, you know, you watch yeah, it, again, it again, you see again. things yeah. that you didn't see before, especially in a crowded movie theater, at, at, like, and, and those, sometimes I really love the crowd reactions, and sometimes you're just like, why are you reacting, like you said, like, why are you laughing, this is a very, like, different moment, and so to, to kind
0: of internalize everything and watch it, like, alone is much different than sure. I feel like you would in a crowd, but I also feel like most of the laughing, during that scene in the bathroom was because it was Nicholas Cage. Sure, I, I agree yeah, with
3: that. and we're all expecting it. But like, I, yeah. I, I
1: guess that what I'm saying is that, like, you know, you were saying you didn't feel invested in the relationship. I did, but, but mostly because of that scene. Not because of I any mean, of their interactions, but mostly because it's, like, because Nicholas Cage sells it as, like, this isn't just somebody who's just, you know. This isn't just his wife that just got killed. This, this is, is the, like this husband, is his soulmate. This yeah. is his, I mean like the anguish and like that fucking screaming and it's like and also it is. I mean there is kind of funny because he's like he's drowning it with alcohol and then pouring the alcohol on wounds and then screaming and just it was like and at one point it's like yeah he's
2: sitting there on a the toilet screaming and it's like yeah that's fucking. That's but yeah, when you watch someone get burned alive right in front of you, yeah. like.
3: But let's just be clear. Like I, I I'm I'm guessing here that that scene happens like. His wife dies, like, maybe 55 minutes into a 90-minute movie or something, right? Roughly? Yeah, I, really, am I wrong? Uh, it's fucking pretty late in the movie. So, like, I mean, think about a movie like Blue Ruin okay. or something, where, like, the person who he's getting revenge for is already dead before the movie starts, yeah, right? right? And you're like, okay, I can tell that this guy cared about his parents because he's going on this fucking blood quest about it. Um, and so you're like, like, why spend an hour not investing in And again, like, I could be a soulless person who didn't feel it because, like, like, my wife, for instance, was like, Oh I was like completely there for the relationship. I was like the moments of them together in the house were like super moving to her and yeah, I person- just I just, it just didn't Connect with me for whatever for reason.
2: For me, like, for me, their relationship was, like, peace. It was, like, peaceful, mm-hmm. and they had this type of, like, peaceful type of living, and I think that was what it was trying to portray, rather than, like, a love story. It was, like, mm-hmm. these two people found each other and at peace, not, like, they're desperately and utterly in love. It was, like, no. Yeah, I buy that,
1: I buy that, it. yeah. I can't believe to, like, I 100% agree with you on that. Yeah. It's
0: rare, because yeah. it's yeah. not full-blown love, but it's companionship. Yeah. But, 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 but then, like, why is it... Sorry
3: like then why like isn't his like why isn't there like life outside the cabin portrayed as more oppressive than like it, because it, there is no life you a tree down I mean, getting into a helicopter and then going home that seems like a fine life maybe it's not life.
1: maybe it's not oppressive but maybe but, like this it's is, not yeah it's,
3: it's like you need in order to seek solace in someone you need oppression or you need sure. some sort of
2: well, I mean, in I the I life mundane,
1: you know and, like,
2: I think it's it's modern society type of oppression like if you're in the woods for a reason and this is their
1: little utopia that they've yeah. created and, for and, and, and i think that the cosmos really ramps up like the oh there's this i mean not literal but there's a sense of magic in this little area yeah that, oh it, yeah it, that's the best
3: thing about it right. and
1: and and i feel like that's the thing it's like so his his day job or whatever he's a lumberjack yeah. and then yeah. you know a very mundane rubble and he goes to his home to his wife or his girlfriend or whatever the fuck she is like it's this like peaceful but also this kind of magical little place but i also think that the reason why we have it stretched out so much is because we as the audience know this isn't gonna fucking last, and so I think it makes it even more like tender, you know, because you're like we're watching them lying in bed, and we're like any minute now something's gonna happen. Like the moment Linus Roach like locks eyes with her on when they're driving, mm-hmm. you're like it's like watching Green Room when you're just like fuck, I know something bad is oh, gonna you know yeah. it's that build-up. I you probably didn't like that one either. No, but. I love okay. Green
3: Room. <laughs> I love I love Green Room, and I, I, I mean that's probably part part of why I Blue Room up earlier is because I, I feel like that, that metaphor about the, about the hot rod that, that Panos made in the in the intro is it's sort of like I think that his movie is very much a car that he built because he liked it and it was on blocks in his driveway and he was like, well, I gotta put fucking tires on this thing and put an engine on it so I better get someone who will like help me write like a story. And it felt very cynical to be like, okay, like we're gonna have Nicolas Cage Grinding his own battle axe, or like you know, like, forging his own battle axe. We'll put that in a trailer. More people will go see it than your last movie or whatever. But like he still doesn't care about the audience's experience. Where it's like for better or worse, Jeremy Sol- kind of Jeremy like- is like I want each one of these kills to be more shocking than the last. Not just in the amount of blood spilled, but in the in the in like the person that way you invested it. in is gonna die now. Like holy shit! Like I thought Olivia Shawkat was gonna make it through the movie, and now she didn't. and, Like I think. You know that is a kind of sadism that maybe also is slightly unhealthy. But like I yeah. love those movies, and I think that Green Room does something that that is crucial that Mandy does not. I feel like th- th- I've never seen a movie with a perfunctory feeling chainsaw fight. Like that was an uninspired chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw
1: Massacre too, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah, yeah, saying
3: yeah. this was a boring chainsaw. No, no, fight. No, no, what I'm saying though is that like, the whole love letter of
1: I'm saying like the whole idea of like, him, I mean, because like one of the things I like about Panos Cosmatos... I don't
2: think so. But that's just an p- opinion. I don't think it's We should
1: get into the second half because we've been talking about the first half. But like, let's... Yeah, like, but, one, five, yeah, yeah. but one thing I was going to say about him that I really like, and I think it really shows on Manny too, is that, I don't know if you guys know this now, but his father is George Cosmatos, who directed, uh... First Rans- and, about yeah, Yeah, episode. yeah. And, uh, so, right? Cobra, and well, he goes directed Tombstone apparently. I think mm-hmm. Kurt Russell supposedly actually directed it. Yeah, that's, um, anyway, that's, that's, an interesting story. that's the story I've, I've heard. But anyway, um, he grew up and, and, you know, was surrounded by film. But what I loved was reading about Beyond the Black Rainbow and how he'd, like, he would go to video stores and we would look at the back of the boxes just like so many of us would. But he would go home and he would imagine what the movie was and it would be completely different than what the X were. And Beyond the Black Rainbow was him saying, This is what I thought these movies were going to be. Yeah. And I love that. And I feel like Mandy's the same thing, where it's like, he took these images from these 80s movies, but he tells a completely different story. Yeah. And, um...
2: I agree. No, I... And it is it is what you say, but it is also what
0: you say. It's just a matter of if you liked his version yeah. or not. What? Well, I, I, I mean, we always even skip over to the fact of, like, Mandy being, like, this, like, um... Uh, medieval, like, her paintings and, like, her videos. Yeah, which like, is
2: very like uh, I love fantasy driven yeah let's yeah, do the illustrator
3: friend's friend- like, friend- friend- yeah. Friend- yeah, 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 editor yeah even
2: the um, no, second chapter introduction is definitely um, the book title of the like, the text
3: on screen shit was maybe my favorite thing in the whole movie I the liked the crazy titles in the yeah. middle of the
1: movie were amazing I, here's one thing I will say a lot about she's so fucking
0: hot and she's also probably disappointed it. in
1: your uh, your opinion on this but I love Mandy I'm gonna I will Absolutely. I do love this movie. But I honestly can say this is a certain movie that should only exist at a certain time of night. Like the night I am sure I mean sure 7 30 was awesome, but when we watched it, I was on four hours of sleep. It's 10 30 we it was the movie didn't start till eleven o'clock at night. I loved every bit of that. I was like when we got out, it was one o'clock in the morning, I was like, this this is what I want.
2: Yeah, it feels that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it yeah. Like, has that install like when it's late and like you're probably watching something that you
1: shouldn't
3: be. Yeah, and you're like oh.
2: I liked it. I liked that it wasn't too gratuitous. Like, you mentioned, uh, what's his name? Jeremy? Sonia? Yeah. I guess. Um, but, like, that's the thing, is people have to like, is it gore? Is it crazy? And I'm like, no, it isn't that crazy. It has pieces of crazy, but it isn't too crazy. I would just watch it and find out, but I felt like it was, it was kind of validated for the amount of violence versus sometimes you're just like, okay, I see why they made this movie. They just wanted this. I loved it.
1: Um, I agree, though. Should we get into what we Well, thing? yeah, and I mean,
2: it, 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 it's a revenge. Like, it's very simple revenge. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it doesn't do much outside of it besides... I,
3: I mean,
2: but the, that's why I picked the other movie.
3: I mean, it, 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 the, the text, Sorry, I just fucked up your transition, but uh, the, I, mean, I think the, the textural thing about it, the thing that just feels like... A guy being like, "Oh, I made this diorama for you out of like my favorite heavy metal magazines and yeah. like, my favorite weird like like fantasy action figures that I collected or whatever." Like that that element of it, I was like, "Okay, that's fine." Like I I don't know if you guys watch Guy Madden movies at all, yeah. like, Canadian guy. I feel like it's like if Guy Madden instead of being influenced by uh, silent film and German expressionism and German expressionism and shit like that, he instead was in- inspired by like heavy metal yeah. album covers and like uh, you know and, and like uh, VHS boxes from the eighties. This is the movie you get. Yeah,
1: I yeah. absolutely agree with that, yeah, and, and like, I love and, that though. And and that's why I liked it. You yeah, know, like
3: like I'm just like I'm playing devil's advocate here, but like you know I did like the movie. I think, but but you know I think if you're looking it's, for a story that like is satisfying the way that Green Room is. Sure. It's yeah. not. It, I just don't go into that expectation. Yeah. If you, if you haven't seen the movie, don't go into that. Expectation.
1: Oh, it's simple. Yeah, like you like just said, it's very simple. It's very like direct and to the point. It's just it's but it, it it it's I don't think it's I think it's less focused on the story and more focused on like how you're feeling watching it. Not just like feeling like you know as far as the 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 plot quote unquote but like also just like the music the the the, the whole package you know like it's a it's a movie that it, it completely relies on on your coasts on your feelings as opposed to like you're not turning your brain on you're not going wait a minute well why is this happening it's like fuck it it's happening and you're either with it or you're against it and just go for it and it's yeah, and, and that way it was it. Was the antith-
3: antithesis of the Predator. Yeah, you know where where like I felt like that movie was like all story and all cleverness and all whatever, and the actual visuals were kind of garbage. Although I thought the kills were pretty good. I thought the I thought the, like severed limbs and exploded heads and stuff were pretty dope. But like I mean I, I was saying this earlier, and I know it's an incendiary comment, but like I was like I, like, I actually the the experience of watching ple- the Predator was more pleasurable to me than watching Mandy, I can see and that. that partly has to do with expectation. I was like okay, like, I'm expecting a Shane Black. Predator movie, which I kind of know what that is, like, I, I, i and yeah. it's, it's probably not going to be that, that, that inventive visually, but it's going to be clever and funny and kind of a parody or whatever, borderline parody, but, like, I think for me, the movies that I was the most excited about this year were, uh, the Lynn Ramsey movie, which I can never remember the name of, You Were Never Really Here, or whatever. I love that. And Mandy, and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and, and, uh, Hereditary, and, yeah. and I, I, I was, I was kind of disappointed by all of them. But, I, like, The Predator, I was, like, kind of pleasantly surprised, you know? Yeah. So, in a weird way, I know Mandy's an objectively better movie, but I had more fun watching The Predator. As well. I can and see that. that.
1: Sounds, you know what I mean?
2: Because it's mindless. Yeah, Mandy's not a really
1: fun movie. It's, a great, it's it's awesome, but I didn't have, I wasn't, like, having fun. But anyway, um... Yeah, but sorry. It's, 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 sorry, sorry I did not realize the no, transition.
2: Uh, it's Well, the transition is just revenge film, but I wanted to pick a revenge film that was not like Mandy at all. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. It is just a revenge type of genre film, but it is completely different. yeah.
1: It's also a great little slasher film. We watched
2: uh,
1: Terror Train, which, I mean, it, after Halloween and b- b- before the most recent Halloween that she's in, Jamie she Lee really Curtis did a bunch of slasher films. Halloween 2 is still one of my favorites. Halloween 2 is so good. In fact, I, I can honestly say with the new Halloween movie, it's, no matter whether I like it or not, it's not going to replace Halloween 2. But no. uh, prom- she, did, uh, and then she did Terror Train, which yeah. I really... I, I...
2: Terror Free is pretty solid considering that it hasn't, it doesn't get that oomph that other movies get. Yes,
3: good. yeah. So much of a movie going is what you expect from it. And I'm like, like yeah. I didn't even, I'd never even heard of this movie. I Googled it before we watched it and I was like, oh, this is gonna be fucking terrible. <laughs> and it's actually quite good. It's, it's, yeah. It's shot by the guy who shot fucking Barry Lyndon. I know. It's beautiful looking. It's like the lighting is gorgeous and like the film stock is like a really great yeah. choice for the kind of lighting they chose and like, uh, it's and, and like uh, uh, as we were watching it we kept being like wait what the fuck is this and then uh, <laughs> Mickey would be like no no wait there's an explanation <laughs> yeah, that's what I like it's a pretty tight script. Yeah. Like, actually like pretty... It, but it's it funny. Yeah. it's well. funny
1: because you remember how like after like with Speed, under, I just saw a thought of Undersea, she just saw the, <laughs> the box there. But you remember how like that was always described as like, this is Die Hard on a bus. This is Die Hard on a Navy ship, you know? And I was like, this was Halloween yeah. on a fucking train. Yeah. That's literally how they yeah. pitched it, right? Yeah, exactly. It? They must yeah. have. But what was really clever about it, and I don't feel like I've seen many slasher films that have done this, is... Um, Everybody in the co- everybody on the train, with the exception of Jamie Lee Curtis and me, they're all in costume. So it's like it's Jamie Lee Curtis was a pirate. Okay, but I mean, look, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Facial costume. Yeah. everybody's in costume uh, except and, for our and Doc game. was a monk, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, all our main characters are not because we. The whole premise of the movie is no this. No masks. This, uh, <laughs> it's it's that it's taking that urban legend of like the the uh, college initiation prank yeah. gone wrong with a dead cadaver. And anyway, the victim, the victim, the kid that they pull the prank on, um, has a fucking uh, breakdown because of this prank. And then we cut three years later. Now the the, the survivor, the the people who were part of that prank, including Jeannie Lee Curtis, who was like in on the prank, but also kind of like. No,
3: she was you know, the initiator. She was the one who like her voice like lured right, them but up, she right? didn't,
1: and, and which it, like And I think they do really a really good job where it's like, yeah, she's just as. Responsible, but she was also like the most, the most sympathetic. Yeah. Being like, "Why did we fucking do this? I don't even why. I don't even know this guy. Like, why would this? And she didn't even know that it was a body because yeah, she doesn't know. That's a great line. She's like, "Who is that? She's like, "Oh, that's one of Doc's friends. And it's like she has no idea they're playing a prank with a dead body, and it's just gonna fuck up this weird looking kid. Like they,
0: they took it to the extreme. They yeah, to the next level. That so it's not waiting for.
1: It's New Year's Eve. Three years later, and you know <laughs> there's a party, and yeah, the absolutely. three. Um, the, the people who initiate the prank they're getting picked off one by one. Uh, who's the killer? Is, is it Kenny? The 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 victim is it David Copperfield the magician? Oh is my in god, this
2: movie? I love. As so much. Uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> as, I think as he's the movie, that's the only the movie that he's really done as an acting role, not as, as so, like, far as, as I, I known. know. Yeah, so he's I so kind of loved it. Also, he looked pretty much the same, which is very strange because it's magic. Yeah, it is magic. And, and I like the fact that they
1: use magic so well in this, in the sense that like yeah. everything about this is like there's a lot of misdirection. There's a lot of I love <laughs> you know, but remember the scene that we were talking about where the the train conductor, well, who, uh, he, uh, Ben,
3: what's his name from the John Ford movies? But, yes, uh, he's in last uh, last picture show. Uh
2: huh. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. Or, yeah, or, we have, or we'll or come man. back to me, Yeah. yeah. Where he, like, he goes and checks the bathroom, and he sees the body, and he's like, fuck, and he goes and he goes and talks to his, like, other conductor friend, and the other conductor friend, they go back, and then when they open the door, it's the same body, but the guy's just get they're just, it's the killer pretending to be drunk. Yeah. And that's it's, a like, great nice, place. nice little, like, you know, and then when you, and of course when you get to, by the time you get to the ending, you're like, oh, that's why it all, how it all works out, because... You know, whatever, but it, it's a really solid fucking slasher film, and it's yeah. better than, than I. You know, it's better than a lot of shit that came out in that time period. You know, like
2: mm-hmm. I think that's why it gets so dusted under. Yeah, the there's nothing. It's
1: yeah. very hard to find. Actually,
2: yeah. we, we
3: mm-hmm.
1: discovered today.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we will <laughs> yeah. try and uh, figure yeah. out how to
1: watch it. Uh, this is the only
3: plug I'll ever make for Apple, but the only place you can find it. Is fucking iTunes? Yeah, Screen
1: Factory had it, and um, they had the rights, and they put out a really sweet DVD Blu-ray package, like combo pack. And they lost the rights like last year. So now like all the copies that they have are like Oh
2: no way. So that's
1: why it cost me forty bucks to get this movie because it was like I mean the cover and and, you know it's the typical screen factor of the cover's really cool, but um but holy shit, like this do you know what Roger Spottiswoode, the director, directed? I was gonna say, did we mention that the director directed fucking Turner and Hooch or Stop, My Mom Will Shoot? shoot. Wow, ah. two classics. Well, Wonder it was so good. Or you the know, world? I think it was the world is not enough. Or it Tomorrow I Never Dies. He, he, he was. He got to do one Bond movie. Yeah, Tomorrow
3: Dies. Uh, he also has a comical right. name, which I think Bond really really helps.
1: All right, <laughs> Ken. Um, All right Ken Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a really and, and it's great. It's got a great cast named Jamie Lee Curtis, Hart Bachner, who plays like the asshole from who initiates the whole prank. Oh yeah. He's uh he's uh, what the fuck is his name? We'll he hard, you know Sniffles
2: over there. Yeah, the behind. one
1: who's uh Hans, Booby, that yeah. guy.
2: Uh, Harry Ellis
1: is his Ellis guy. is right,
3: yeah.
2: But honestly, he could have. I feel like he has a very Tom Cruise vibe in that. His face, ba- like he could have. What happened to him? He
3: actually, He well, got
1: Typecast as an asshole from this movie. Yeah, there you go. he did. He actually did. He, he got just it.
2: got Typecast? Well, he did another like movie
1: that my mom used to tell me about, and everyone saw it, called and Zero. It's this really weird thriller with Colin Firth. It's like... Oh,
2: really? Yeah, it's,
1: apparently it's really good. Um, but he did that, and I don't know, I think he's di- he directed PCU.
2: Oh no, he didn't. He directed
1: PCU. Really? Oh shit, that's and funny.
2: and what was oh, the movie? With sure. John, what I'm was I'm the I'm high t-
1: school t- movie t- with John Lovitz? That's so
2: weird. High school oh. movie with John. Lovitz.
1: I, I'm playing. High school I'm, I'm movie really with John. From that you right. know, John Lovitz is like a high Since school the teacher, teacher.
2: it's like a parody. High of like, school high. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah,
1: he directed that. The too.
2: parody of like Dangerous
1: Minds. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So, but um, it's got a really great cast and. You know, like, like we were saying before, it's like every question you have is going to get answered.
3: Well, he's going to be in the new Nicholas Winding Refn movie. Really? Apparently. And he's in he, it? He's in it. Apparently. I love it. Okay, it. okay, I'm here go. for this that. Also this is, is incredible. Is it sequel to Terror Train? It's called <laughs> Too Old to Die Young. Oh, uh, heard, I've heard this. How have we not talked about this movie? It says it explores the criminal underbelly of Los Angeles by following characters' existential journeys from being killers to becoming samurais in the city of Angeles. Oh, England. wow, okay. Wait, was he not doing the Maniac
1: Cop remake? I thought his, that was his next thing. Uh, he was, he's only producing it. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that the the, the the time was ever relevant to have a Maniac Cop remake, it is now.
2: But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, but but yeah so it's, it's a solid flick. I <laughs> it mean, is. honestly, I loved it.
3: We should, really we should should downplay it though. I feel like now we're doing the opposite. We're like now we're hyping it up, and people are gonna be like, "What?"
1: Well, I mean, good. <laughs> it's good. to good. Yeah, there's like there's all for people who haven't. Yeah, I mean every every slash movie that like has any sort of success has like twenty derivatives of it. Well, like,
2: also yeah, it has a very basic title. But I'm talking about
1: even like even what I'm saying though is that like, even uh, outside of like okay, just the slash genre. There's even like stuff so, like uh, Terror Train takes place in a college. It's college kids. Guess what? There was a, there was there's like twenty or thirty different college slasher films, you know. And
2: this, it's also a revenge flick. Yeah, well, yeah.
1: but we're also neglecting to mention that it, like it is
3: like
2: it usually takes
3: place on a party train. Yeah. It's, like, it's like like you take the, the the modern concept of like frat boys and sorority yeah. women going on uh, a party bus, and it's like that only on a train. Yeah. that seems to go in a loop around the Canadian wilderness, which are like. That actually sounds pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. But, look, I, like, it, it's, it, the, the whole movie is predicated on a concept that I don't think actually exists. Well, right? no, like, it does. they a party train. you
2: um, what's that? Trading uh, places. treating
0: places. They
3: have a party a also on a train. On, yeah. That's how a they train. swim. I well, don't yeah, like a rich people bought a train.
0: No, <laughs> no, no. I like, yeah. It was a similar, I think it yeah. was New Year's.
2: It New Year's Eve. And there was a party on a train, and that's where they, like, That's how they get pizza. uh,
3: if anyone yeah, has yeah. any tips on where you can find a party train, please uh, you, there's message us. I mean,
2: there's like
1: really
3: on seated ones um, everywhere
2: else except for yeah, I don't want to go to one the like,
1: Canadian wilderness because I love those shots.
2: There's an there. Alaskan train like that. That's well, cool. Well, I don't want like to go to Alaska. Why? It's beautiful. <laughs> but, but what
1: I was saying, though, is that, like, between this and Hell Night, I mean, those are, like, two really solid college horror, you know, like, yeah. You know, and, and, and there's not many of them, you know? Like, they're fun, but I think the reason why this one doesn't get, like, a lot of attention, I don't understand why, is because Prom Night spawned, what, yeah. four or five sequels, and Halloween is what, you know, it is. I'm just saying that, like, it's not just Jamie Lee Curtis that... And it got... Yeah,
2: cause you know, it's a... But I don't understand
1: it, it, that... Yeah, yeah, I agree. This movie did not get a lot of... Does not get a lot of uh, attention as much as... Movies like Prom, like Halloween. I mean, Halloween's Halloween, you know. But
3: well, um, it was. It was like released by a major studio. Like it was an independently Fox. made, but then Fox released it and spent like. Another who knows? Wikipedia says five million on advertising. Yeah. Because it was mm-hmm. the height of the slasher moment, and it was Fox's one and
1: only foray into the slasher
3: <laughs> genre. Because
1: it was like you know they were like let's make some money. Well, but um, back in the day, the Canadian tax shelter breaks when they would make right. movies and like yeah you but the the, the stipulation is that like, you could have like you know one or two American actors, but the rest of them had to be Canadian. Which is why we one the, the, the girl there. that hooks up with uh, mm-hmm. Jamie Kerr's boyfriend is the fucking actress in The Fly. It took me forever. <laughs> and always, I was so excited because I was watching like why the fuck do I recognize her? And then like I'm sitting there like playing in my head and I'm like oh my god she's the girl that goes home with Jeff Goldblum after he breaks that guy's fucking arm.
2: Yeah, yeah that would
1: and, be me. I'd be like oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like a lot of oh and also I can't believe we're not mentioning this. Vanity.
2: vanity. Oh yeah, that's right. Vanity
1: is the is the uh the other girl. Comple- if the movie has one fault, it's completely underutilizing
3: vanity. She's yeah, just, like, just kinda of like a minor character who like gets completely bamboozled by these idiot jocks who are like, come back to the back of the train with this near She's like,
0: like the she's the best friend of the friend that's a horror.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much sums yeah. it up. That's friend of the Friends Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, it's a really solid cast. I mean, yeah, there's some acting that's not... Like the woman in the wheelchair, she's really sweet, but you know she's probably been pulled from local...
2: You, you know, know if Toronto, they dubbed her, yeah. You know, where she's they just like, it. you know... Oh. It like
1: and there's a lot in that, o- Sorry. <laughs> that opening... Sorry. That opening... That's how like you're yeah. temperature in yeah. here. That opening dialogue where he's like... Uh, you know, where they basically kind of give you this setup where it's like, hey, where he's talking to that lady in the wheelchair, and he's like... Oh man, there's no radios on this train. There's and it's just you know it's like he's just basically telling you like here's what to expect for the next you know. Can we
0: talk a bad b- is gonna happen. Can
1: we talk a little bit about my favorite subplot in this movie? What?
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. Where Ben Johnson is uh, from you know all the uh, all the old westerns and from uh, uh, last picture show is talking about um, the change in like transportation infrastructure. Uh, presumably in America, even though the movie is clearly shot in Canada, and he <laughs> and the guy who shovels the coal on the train have more than one scene, two maybe three scenes, talking about how like in, in the future all goods will be transported on highways. And Ben Johnson has this amazing line where he says, uh, "Why are there no shopping malls built on a railroad track? Built near a railroad track?" And you're like, "Yes, of course." Like in the time this movie was made, in 1980 like, you know, shopping malls were built near highways, but of course they too now are dead. But like it's a it's a very interesting moment where they're talking all about how like you know, the highway is going to be the new method of conveyance for goods across America, which actually happened. And it's very interesting that Ben Johnson, who's in all these westerns, uh-huh. uh, you know, who which were all about the coming of the railroad and how that was changing America, uh, is giving this speech, like, in, like, in, like pro-highway, you know, pro-pro, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, uh, uh, semi-transporting goods. Anyway, very weird thing for this movie to include, and... I don't know just no, he... in the same way that you're like a producer was like you know what I like magic so can we put a magic yeah, character in yeah that screen? would be me if I was I would
2: be like you know who should be in this like,
3: we've got 90 minutes of screen time let's give like 20 of it to just full on magic fucking tricks, tricks Yeah. in real
1: time but, but that is fucking
3: but it dope. makes
2: sense I mean they wrote it in and we and <laughs> we
1: go no, know. You know? It's, it's, it's a pretty weird <laughs> character thing where it's like Because I, I don't know if you caught that in the dialogue but he has like a lot of RVs that he's not able to sell because they haven't taken off yet. Yeah. And they're, they're making fun of him like, well, gee, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know what? Give me some time. That, that, that inventory is going to go out. And it's like, you know what? If that is just enough backstory I need that if anything happened to him in that movie, I would have been crushed. Yeah. You know? Like, I want to see him get the fuck off this train and, and make sure he gets those RVs out of the fucking – I don't really care what happens to any of the college kids because they have their whole futures ahead of them. Yeah. And
3: yeah.
1: they're assholes. There was there ever Jamie
3: Lee Curtis? Yeah, there was There was actually a really great actor. I, I, I thought Jamie Lee Curtis' best friend was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I read on IMDb just now that she died tragically at a young age. Uh, very uh, sad. Uh, and it was never really ever yeah. anything else. I have to watch this movie to find out. But um, <laughs> what was it? Oh, shit.
0: Mitchie? Yes, was
3: Mitchie. it Mitchie? Mitchie. Her name
0: was
1: Michelle or Melissa or Michelle? Mitchie. Mitchie is oh, right? was yeah. yeah, a common. Yeah. common diminutive for Michelle. It could have been a naive Maybe 80s. Or maybe it's just something between these two friends yeah. that, like, that's a really Best nice little Best friends. T- yeah.
3: Oh, but no, I was going to say, you You said that the tricks that Copperfield does in this movie He still he shot in 79, presumably, at least yeah. in 80, are still the same tricks.
2: Yeah, some of them. Like, he only does a few, but there's definitely like a floating rose trick that he does, which is kind of great, um, for me, because I'm like, oh my god, I've seen like he's been doing this so long and he's like perfected it because he's a magician, a professional. Magic. Um, but yeah, I thought it. I loved the magic parts, but I love magic anyway. And I'd be fucking psyched if there was a magician on my party train.
3: Was Copperfield a good actor, or am I hallucinating? No, no he's, he was good. No, he was a good he actor. Good. But
2: I feel like that's a part of it because you have to be kind of mysterious and like also kind of sexy and androgynous. Um, which he continues today, yeah. by the way.
3: <laughs> I talked a little bit about how you're like, is this the, like, model for David Blaine? Like, a slightly creepy magician? Because, like, that's definitely not David... I've not seen David, Car- David Carverfield shows, so I defer to you here, but, like... Yeah. He doesn't have like, a creepy persona on stage, right?
2: No, I don't think it's creepy, but I think what he does is is have that magician personality, which some some are more like, uh, if you look at Siegfried and Roy, they're exaggerated, but he very feels like, in their I feel like David Copperfield, even though he does these big tricks similar to that, um, it keeps this, like, dark, mysterious thing about him, rather than a funny, mysterious thing. I feel like Jess is,
1: is trying not to say that David Copperfield comes off as one of the magicians that would show up in the Lord of Illusions sitting at that table, I like,
2: protecting Loved the Loved. magic secrets. Oh. Yeah. But that's the thing, is, like, it feel he sticks to, like, the dark mysterious yeah.
3: rather than the goofy. But, like, his... his he, he, it's, like, his delivery. Like, when, when he does... The, there, there's an early on... The first trick he does in the movie is he does the uh, the famous uh, cigarette through the corridor. Right? Yeah. And, like, he's in, like... From the moment Copperfield comes on the screen, he's creepy as fuck. He's, like, making a creepy face. He's talking in a creepy voice. It's and seductive. He, and he was,
0: he he's creepy and sultry. But he's, but he's supposed to be sultry. Because yeah. we
1: don't know if he's one He doesn't... We, we are led to believe, and but I don't way, that he could be... Are well, yeah, yeah, but also,
2: like, you're you're saying David Blaine has that same personality, but it, that's the part is, it's seductive, he wants to invite you mm-hmm. in, and then show you a trick that he already believes is, is truth, and he's like, let me show you this truth. It's very cult leader-like, mm-hmm. And but I feel like that's the whole point.
3: Well, like, I, I guess this is a roundabout way of me trying to praise Copperfield's performance, because I feel like in that moment where he takes the cigarette out of the corner and gives it back to Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. he has this smile on the face, which most magicians have, when they see the satisfaction yeah. of their of audience yeah. Yeah. right and he has this big giant smile on his face. and you're like yes that's David Copperfield. that is like Las Vegas magic right
1: but that's not he even does, does a pretty
3: good, good job of being creepy even though he is that guy I think he's the smiley guy he doesn't even give her
2: the
1: cool.
3: no he's not I mean obviously he, oh yeah yeah. he, he goes just, over to so the, 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 the machine and that's
2: the, yeah. to me
1: that was the biggest trick I was yeah. like how could that vending machine would spit out. He's a I, quarter right
0: in. Listen,
3: this train. Uh, I'm just gonna move one more plug for party trains. This party train <laughs> has a like candy dispenser of peanuts in it. Yeah. And you're like, uh, why not? Like, I, I, I don't know. i mean, I just please send. some... Uh, presumably open trains. bar,
1: but you have to pay a quarter for peanuts. But I think it's worth it. Absolutely.
2: Jess? I don't know. There's a. I mean, I had one at my doctor's office. I had peanuts.
0: Yeah. Wait, a party trainer? No. the machine was the peanuts they were like the red, yeah. the red candies, the hot candies. They like, were everywhere.
3: Oh. Yeah. Why would they give you candy at a
0: doctor's office? Are you kidding? This you is not a dentist's office. office. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wait. Dentist, no candy. Dentist. Doctor. Yeah. But also
1: dentist. my dentist has coffee at their office and it's like, you're about to go into my mouth, you want me to, okay. Yeah,
2: and...
3: You yeah. just hold it in your mouth the whole time, like, like a chipmunk, and yeah. then whenever he puts the mask on your face, just spit it out. I love D. Recovered
1: Also, Also, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say right now, the Groucho Marx mask in Torch Trap oh, actually yeah. like, it is actually creepy. It was creepy. It is really yeah. creepy. The other masks are whatever, but the Groucho Marx mask where he's walking around and you just... The eyes... Mm, it was good.
3: It was good. Yeah. good. I mean, there, there is an early twist where he switches from... Where the killer switches from a Groucho mask to a different costume, and that is a fucking... Excellent. Yeah, it's, it's so good. Costume.
1: Um, yeah, it's really clever. Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoy it. I uh I think it was well done. I think Yeah. It a it made maybe
2: want to go on a party
1: Made Maybe want to go to college. Most of all, I I maybe go
3: want to I do not want
2: to go to college One or train. be around college people ever it. in my life, but, but.
3: Like, in New York, they... these things like booze cruises where you just, like, get on, like, at Chelsea and it, like, takes yeah. you all the way around the island, essentially, or whatever, and then you hop off in fucking East Howard. That's what it is, yeah. And it, it feels like that. It's, like, a pointless trip. It is. But the way that... It might just be the way that the cinematographer lit this train, which I think is gorgeous, and, like, the production designer designed it. Like, you're like, oh, I just want to hang out in this train forever. And actually, like there's like some sort of weird Canadian train where it has two levels and you can like sit on the top of the one and it's all glass and you yeah. can just kind of look out at the wilderness yeah
2: they're like tourist trains
3: guys let's just do that is that
2: let's just yeah is that what this you is know, about? you know what's funny yeah it's like me trying to get everyone to go on a party train with me can we just do it we can just yeah. do the wine train yeah
0: there's a wine train you can go through wine country and Napa you just drink wine in a and drink and eat food. But I just don't I want to be on the, the, the type it. of <laughs> But now wine. all I think about
2: is like Snowpiercer and like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get to the. We'll talk about this in another episode,
1: but you know, you bringing up the cinematography and everything like that, you'd be surprised how many great horror movies have like. Like, have cinematography yeah. from either already they established did. cinematographers yeah. that are great or. I mean, last year we this watched The Retreat, we studied did.
3: four yeah. Kubrick movies. Yeah. He, did, he took over, I think. I don't know, Clockwork Orange or maybe, but he did Barry Lyndon, he did The Shining, and he did, uh, what else? He, he did like one more, like he was like the full cinematographer. He, he got elevated from lighting cameraman to full cinematographer, but he worked on, he, I think he fucking won an Oscar for Barry Lyndon, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I fact check me, I don't know. But the
1: treat was, I mean, uh, when we dropped, watched, Oh yeah it yeah, yeah, was, yeah. was uh, yeah. shot by, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's DP. Yes. Ellswood. Robert Ellswood. Yeah. So, uh, think about that. Oh, by the way, Stanley Kubrick directed Terror Train.
3: Yeah. yeah, Are we going to talk about uh, Fantastic Fest at all or is it too
1: early? Fantastic Fest or Beyond Fest? Or
2: Beyond Fest,
0: sorry. Beyond Fest. Whatever whatever one is
1: that that we're all going to.
0: It's
2: not too early. So, Beyond Fest is happening in a few weeks. Um, I got got way more Cronenberg tickets than I really anticipated, but I just couldn't help myself. But uh, I'm definitely gonna go see climax. I'm really I uh, say what you whatever you want about Gaspar Noé, but I love him. I'm K- excited. I just, I, I just I'm curious. I think it's be um, good. Um, but yeah, let
3: me let me know when scary. he makes a good movie. Uh, there's like
2: uh, the, the widows, Lord. the Stephen Queen. Is- mm-hmm. um, then there's. The Lords of Chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're showing Maniac, which um the original like 4K. Yeah. I mean, which okay. should be fun. Yeah. And then also Bad Times at um the Royale, but they've been screening that for fucking months now. Which
0: I I know I didn't get tickets for that. I, I, didn't, I, 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 I
2: didn't I wanna either. see it, but I mean, they, they still the haven't. I really just wanna see what's his name, gyrating around with no shirt on. Yeah. Linus Roach. Uh, I would no, yeah. but uh oh, Channing. T- uh, not
1: Channing. With T- T- uh, the
2: dude from no, Chris uh, Hemsworth. Yeah, Hemsworth. Thor. Yeah,
1: whatever. That is where can get it, too. I don't care.
2: He can. But, yeah. He's got great looking. <laughs> He's pretty he is. awesome in uh... Smith.
3: Yeah,
2: um,
1: but let's
3: just talk I... about
0: the Sufuria thing. I mean,
1: oh yeah, what's the do- what's uh? So we don't know, but like me and Heather both saw press releases that say that they're free. free screenings. No,
2: I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's free,
1: but I don't either. I'm just saying that this is what we both saw, and they're going to be screening at. A, at this, oh, I the dome it, at Cinerama dome. dome. So, hey everybody, when those tickets go available, don't log in. <laughs> <laughs> like I, 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 like
3: okay, so like like uh, you cool. would never really hear whatever uh, uh, Mandy like uh, Hereditary, all my high expectation movies like. The only other two that I have left Suspiria. are Suspiria yeah. and yeah. Hold the Dark. And if those movies yeah. aren't good, I'm just going to fucking jump off a bridge. Because like I this so far this year, I've been... I think is going to hold up. I think you should I,
2: rewatch You Were
0: Never Really
3: Here. You're right. I probably should. I, I, like I love Spir- Lynn Ramsey. Man. She's one of my like, favorite living filmmakers. Like, it's um, probably a really good Lynn Ramsey movie and a very yeah. bad Hitman movie. I think is going to hold up. I, I think, think it's what you're saying. I
0: don't think it's...
3: Uh yeah. And I and I also love uh when you talk about Kevin, do you guys I guess Yeah like because
2: yeah. I was talking about well yeah, because the guy Kenny reminds me of Ezra Miller so much. Like and Kenny me. and Torres Trap. No, the Kenny and wow. Terror, train. Uh, terror train. train,
1: Terror Train, Yeah, we, we've had a um, other horror movie. Thing. Yeah,
2: yeah, but Ezra Miller reminds me so much about him, and I love. We need to talk about Kevin. So
3: good. Ra- uh, Ra- so that's so good. why I love Ezra Miller. I She's can't so help man. it. He
2: he plays out, like a Keller, really so corny Flash, but his other body of work is so good. He did um, this movie high school. He did this movie. The, we need to talk about Kevin. Yeah, it's really. Sh- oh, it's After School? That's what it's called. Oh, after School. The uh, yeah. uh, Antonio
3: Kevin's movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I but loved Ezra. You did all that. of
3: Center. Did you realize that? No, I, I didn't, I, I but I directed, liked like, Center. most That's of funny. the first season of Center? I really like
2: Center. I haven't watched it yet. Um, so yeah.
3: Yeah. He also did that Christine movie about the anchor who shot herself on an her Oh, Christine whatever. Oh whatever. Yeah. yeah, I forgot. No, 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 I'm that recently. Recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't sure.
1: Well, yeah, they did there was two movies about her.
3: Yeah, there's a documentary about yeah. right? and there was well, a Well it was a
1: documentary but the actress, like I don't know. Yeah, it was a documentary about the actress who's gonna be playing yeah. this character and was getting kind of caught up in that, yeah. Well yeah, but
2: those are two revenge flicks very different type of... Are we, are we wrapping it up? Is yeah, Jess you know, is wrapping it up. Jess is yes, wrapping yes, it up. Listen, no one wants to listen do. to a podcast that's over an hour long. I'm sorry, but if you're still listening, you, I'm surprised. Are because, you timing it? Yeah. Okay. I do all of them because we constantly go over. <laughs> sorry, guys, if you're still listening. <laughs> we literally have nothing podcasts.
3: else to say, so... Yeah, yeah I
0: mean, So it's done. We're
3: done. done. It's done. It's, but, so, it's so funny, when we're all together uh, in a non-recording setting, we just don't say anything to each other. That's the weird thing about it.
2: Um, I would pick up the Manny score, honestly. To, to hear even panels talk about, um, Johann, Johansson was, like, really sad. Like, Kevin Smith did ask mm-hmm. him, like, so recently the guy died, and he, you could tell how sad he was talking about it. He's like, he's he was like, this was my friend, and we, like, dorked out about this score, and it was exactly what I wanted and never envisioned, and then he's like, I thought we would be working together He's rather. like, our friendship just yeah. started. Yeah. I, was, yeah like, just guy started. I think he killed himself. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. So fucking dark. Um, Damn it. Can we it end is, on a
3: higher uh, note? Well, that's it. Bye guys. <laughs> yes. um, check it, out Party train. Bart- Bart- been...
2: Um it came out on Friday and then also it's available on vinyl which I can't wait to get. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Can we
3: post this as the image for the show?
2: This will be, yeah, this is our... I sleep too. I wish it. you guys so could good. see it, but it is just... you have anything you want to add? It's precious. Yeah. Pick up the score, watch Mandy, and also watch Terror Train, which is a really hidden gem. <laughs>
3: also watch The Predator, because, like, people are underwriting The Predator. It's fun.
2: It is fun. I think Shane's, I mean Shane Smith, uh, Shane Black's stuff is really fun, no matter what, you know? It's fun. It's right. fun. It's not
1: fun. All right, Hi. guys.
2: So our party trains.
1: All right. Party train LSD. Predator LSD. Good night. Good night.
0: Good night. Oh, my God. Stay with your date.
1: Oh. I don't want to get back on that
0: track. Nobody does.
1: Help!
0: Please!
1: Nice day. Oh, help! Somebody help me! Help! You'll die. At this temperature, you'll die. No. No.
0: You're die, die, die. you're not, Come on, die, die. no! Come on! No! Oh no! No!
1: For the students aboard, it's going to be the one party to end them all. They're always walking out of
3: my parties. But this time, you can't.
0: Believe in magic. Ah. My last big college party.
1: The scream in the night isn't the train it's the terror at your throat terror train
2: i don't want to get back